The Koi Gig Pod on Off The Ball. The resourcing isn't enough for what we need to get the leagues to the next level in this country. And I think it's very significant for the women's game. Subscribe to The Koi Gig Pod on the Off The Ball app now. The Football Daily on Off The Ball. With the Department of Justice, sharing intimate images without consent is a crime. Visit hotline.ie to report quickly, easily and anonymously or contact on Garda Shiakana. Hello and welcome to Tuesday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan and we'll start with tonight's Champions League action. Newcastle could be out after this evening. Eddie Howe's side will be unable to finish in the top two in Group F if they lose away to PSG. Newcastle will be confirmed in fourth if they lose and Milan beat Dortmund in the other group game. Sven Botman, Dan Byrne, Harvey Barnes and Callum Wilson are among the injured players. Sean Longstaff didn't travel, but 17-year-old Lewis Miley, who started against Chelsea, could feature in the French capital. PSG are likely to be without teenager Warren Zaire Emery. He picked up an ankle injury, making his France debut last week. And how knows, they've let things slip after their 4-1 win over PSG at St. James's Park in their second group game. I think from our side, we're prepared to try and win this game. We're certainly not in a, a strong position. We're not in the position that we, we wanted to be. But we are where we are and we have to um, just focus on this game and uh, I think it's imperative we don't lose. Manchester City are in a far better position having already qualified for the last 16 and the holders can secure top spot in Group G if they avoid defeat at home to Orby Leipzig. Jack Grealish, Mateo Kovacic, Sergio Gomez and Mateus Nunes are all doubts. John Stones was on the bench against Liverpool at the weekend. With top spot on the line, Pep Guardiola believes that should be enough motivation for his players. Of course, it's important to finish first for prestigious, for everything, because we believe when we play the last 16, have the second leg at home is a, is not decisive, but is a, a little bit advantage and we have to take it. Manchester City unveiled a statue outside their ground dedicated to three club legends. Colin Bell, Francis Lee and Mike Summerby have been immortalised on the west side of the stadium. The trio made a combined 1,280 appearances and scored 368 goals, helping the club win the league title in 1968, the FA Cup in 1969 and the Cup Winners' Cup in 1970. Mike Summerby is the only member of the three still alive following the recent passing of Francis Lee. Celtic's last away game in Group E is against Lazio at the Stadio Olimpico. The Scottish champions, who have one point from four games, will be unable to finish in the top two if they don't win or if Feyenoord beat Atletico Madrid. Celtic will also be confirmed in fourth place if they don't win. Ireland international Liam Scales says playing in the group stage can only improve him as a player and he was asked what he's learned from his first group campaign. No, I haven't been surprised by much, probably just... The intensity of it and, and how fast it is and how um, you don't get away with little mistakes like maybe you would domestically. But I did I sort of expected that coming into it. I did expect it to be like that. So that's the main thing, though. The main difference, I suppose, is how, how fast it is and how ruthless it is. That game in Rome gets underway at 5.45. The others start at 8 o'clock. Manchester United are away to Galatasaray tomorrow in a game they really have to win. Eric Ten Hag did his press conference in Manchester earlier on before the squad fly out to Istanbul. Rasmus Hoyland and Anthony both trained this morning. Both missed the win over Everton on Sunday. Reports from Germany say United have made inquiries about signing former Chelsea striker Timo Werner from Orby Leipzig in January. And another story doing the rounds as well is that England manager Gareth Southgate wants to hold talks with United's 18-year-old midfielder Kobe Mainu to persuade him to play for England rather than Ghana. Wolves boss Gary O'Neill's called for VAR to be scrapped. 
two penalty decisions went against Wolves in their 3-2 defeat away to Fulham in the Premier League last night. Willian scored both penalties for Fulham, who moved level on 15 points with Wolves. O'Neill also felt Fulham could have had a couple of players sent off. It's not the first time this season the Wolves manager felt his side were harshly treated by the officials. He went into the referee, Michael Salisbury, after the match to go through the decisions. He was also very measured and calm when he did his post-match interview with Sky, which was after that meeting with the referee. Reports today that football's lawmakers are looking at increasing the scope of VAR to include free kicks, corners and second yellow cards. O'Neill says he was initially for the technology, but not anymore. For me, VAR is not helping much with subjective decisions. So, yeah, maybe tonight has finally turned me against VAR when um, I thought it would probably help, but it doesn't seem to be. Ireland international Megan Connolly says the players are trying to build on appearing at a first major tournament. The girls in green will be back in action this Friday night when they face Hungary at Tallis Stadium in the Nations League. Eileen Gleeson has won all four games in the group since taking charge on an interim basis and Connolly says they learned a lot from their World Cup experience in the summer. Experiencing those games and experiencing some of the best teams in the world and how they take advantage of you when you know you kind of leave yourself a bit vulnerable in cases and for us yeah we're just trying to get better and and learn from that and um, yeah it's been great this campaign to obviously qualify with two games left Um, but yeah we want to finish on a high. Owen Waren's been appointed as the new manager of the Shelburne women's team. Noel King stepped down after three years Noel King stepped down after three years in the role earlier this month. His last game was the FAI Cup final defeat to Athlone Town. Warren is promoted from his role in charge of the under-17s at Shells. Rory Kirk will be his assistant manager. 31-year-old Warren spent five years with West Ham as a player before he joined Bohemians in 2014 for the first of two spells. Also played for Sligo Rovers, Limerick and Glenavon. After hanging up his boots, then he moved to the US to start his coaching career. Nottingham Forest are working with the police to identify a group of fans who are believed to have directed homophobic abuse at Brighton players and supporters. The behaviour under investigation took place during Saturday's game at the City Ground in the Premier League. Forest have condemned the alleged conduct and have assured there will be consequences for those involved. And a busy night in the Championship. West Prom can move up to third place if they win away to playoff chasing Cardiff. Sixth place Preston are away to Middlesbrough. Hull take on Rotherham and Norwich travel to Vicarage Road to play Watford. Elsewhere, Coventry play Plymouth and QPR, who start the night second from bottom, are at home to Stoke. And a bit of transfer news from the Championship yesterday. Swansea have signed former Crystal Palace and Everton winger Yannick Balassi on a two-month deal. The 34-year-old, who played 162 times in the Premier League, was a free agent after leaving Turkish club Kekar at Rizapur at the end of last season. He last played in England for Middlesbrough three years ago. Football Daily is with the Department of Justice. Sharing intimate images without consent is a crime. Visit hotline.ie to report quickly, easily and anonymously or contact on Garda Siakana. The Football Daily on Off The Ball.